Welcome to Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog, found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Candice Platter, a therapist, award-winning author, and TEDx speaker. We're going to discuss how she has used multiple information platforms to share her message. And Candice joins us from Vancouver, BC. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, everyone. You know what's really wonderful, Candice, when I read your story and I visited your website is I really loved how you sort of packaged your information almost like an education platform. So tell us a little bit about the TEDx talk, because I know as entrepreneurs, everybody thinks, oh my gosh, I'd love to do a TEDx. Anyone who's a speaker would love to be on that platform. So perhaps you can share with our viewing and listening audience a little bit about your experience with TEDx. I did... um... TEDx talk, which is uh, about love, loving an addict, loving someone with boundaries, making sure that you have boundaries. And I, the year before that, I had done a Get Inspired Vancouver talk, where I talked mostly about my own recovery and what happened for me, because I, I'm 35 years clean and sober. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And that was after about a 15-year opioid addiction, which started from doctors giving me a whole lot of pain medication for Crohn's disease. And um, it was a hard, hard row to hoe for me. Um, And I talked about that in the first talk. And then when I got to the TED Talk, I wanted to talk about the families who love addicts. This is what I do for a living is I'm an addictions therapist. I have been for 30 years and I I specialize in working with the families and other loved ones of people who are struggling with addiction because there's so much help out there for the addict, but there's so little help for the families that love them. They're bewildered, they're confused, they're terrified, and there's hardly any place for them to go. Right. so um, that's basically what the TEDx talk is about. And I, I welcome anyone to come watch it, leave a comment. I, I comment back to, to comments. So now yeah. tell us a little bit about your experience in even getting on the platform of TEDx, because I think that's a little overwhelming for some folks because we don't even know where to start. So how did you yeah. actually make the connection with the folks who were actually running the, the particular TEDx that you were featured on? That's such a good question. I, ha- I have kind of a simple answer. Get a coach and get a good coach. I had a coach for the um, Get Inspired Vancouver talk, and she introduced me to the people who were doing TEDx in Vancouver because she knew them. And I kept her on as a coach, and now we're very good friends. Um, but, yeah, it's it's so important to have somebody who can – you can bounce ideas off of when you're writing your script, when you're starting to present your script, when you can't remember your script, you know, because it's a, it's a daunting process, yes. but it's so worth it for anybody who wants to do a TEDx talk. So that's how I did it. Now, do you find that you, you mentioned that you comment, you know, if someone comments on your TEDx talk, you, you provide a reply or you comment back. Do you find right. that you use your TEDx talk throughout your marketing and education with folks who may be interested in working with you? 
Yes, it's it's a it's a wonderful tool. It's like a business card on all the steroids you could find. Right, right. It's, Isn't that the truth? Wonderful. Yeah, because you know I have a lot of a lot of recordings on my YouTube page, and I've got the TEDx talk on that page. Um, I think it's important, especially as a therapist, for people to be able to see me mm -hmm. and hear me mm -hmm. and kind of get a sense of who I am. And if that's a fit for them, then I hope that they'll contact me. We, um, my business is called lovewithboundaries.com. Um, and what we do is we offer a completely free, no strings attached, 30 minute and uh, if if we're fit for you, then we go ahead. And if we're not, that's absolutely okay. Right. We tell we work, we hear what's going on for you. We see if it meshes. Right now, you mentioned your book because your book also dovetails into uh, the same title. So that's another platform where you're not only sharing your story but providing opportunities and connections for. Um, you know, prospects and clients and families who may be in distress. So yeah. how to give us a little bit of the background into the book, because, you know, having been a, an author twice myself, um, I know that there's a process and you're an award winning author as well. So give our viewing audience a little bit ideas to why you decided to write the book. Yeah. So the book is called Loving an Addict, Loving Yourself. It's the top 10 survival tips for loving someone with an addiction. Um, I wrote this book in 2010 or 20, 2009, 2010, um, because what I was finding in the work that I was doing is uh, without my seeking it out, I was, I was working with addicts and alcoholics. They were my clients. And then the family started to call me and say, we are at our wits end, we don't know what to do. And so I didn't know what to tell them to do either. And I had them come in, I listened to them, we set some strategies, things changed for them, and I knew that I was onto something. And I also knew that um, <clears throat> there was a, a gap in service for the families. There's right. just about nothing out there. There's a little bit, but not many choices. Right. Uh, so I knew as time went on and more families were calling me and I was getting more known more and more for that work with them, right. um, I understood that I wasn't going to be able to work with everybody that I wanted to work with because I don't have the time, right. you know? Right. So I thought, okay, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to let them know what I know about addiction which is different from what so many other addiction people believe. Right. What I know about addiction is that whether you think of it as a disease, like the 12-step model, or if, there, if you think there's a genetic predisposition and you're fated to be an addict, you know, um, underneath all that stuff, staying in addiction is a choice people make. Coming out of addiction into recovery is a choice people make, regardless of anything else. I don't think anybody chooses to be to become an addict. Right. I mean, nobody says, "Oh, that's going to be fun. Let's be an addict." You right. know. Right. But when we find ourselves in that position, we have a choice point: 
do I stay or do I go? That classic question, right. you know? So it, so I've come up with, I would call it the choice model. You know, it's I absolutely love your reference to making choices because I sometimes feel yeah. when we're in a place of overwhelm, you know, when, when life is getting the better of us and we've all been in situations where we felt overwhelmed, I think that sometimes we forget that there is a choice. Yeah. And if we're lucky, there's more than two choices. Right. Sometimes there's more than two choices. Right. But when you have something like addiction, there's two choices. You either stay in active addiction and your life stays a mess or you go into recovery and you work through this. Right. Right. And I can tell you from absolute experience, personally, professionally, that being clean and sober is so much better than being addicted. Sure, for sure. You know, one of the other things that I really appreciated about your website is that you have uh, a show called The Candace. Oh, I do. But that's me being a guest, guest. On, okay. on, a, on a podcast that's out of New York City. It's a wonderful thing that, that we're doing. And they call it The Candace Platter Show. But somebody else is interviewing me. I'm still the guest. Right. Right. It is. It's a really wonderful opportunity, though, for you to share, um, you know, real life stories and examples that can help folks who are struggling with even making taking the first step. Right. And making that decision um, to to help their family member. So I thought that was really an interesting platform, how you've weaved that into your website where you've got, you know, a number of different touch points that people can take in order to get to know you better. Yes, that's true. And, you know, it's an interesting thing when you've been an addict in active addiction and you come out of that. This is my story anyway. I've come out of that and so many wonderful things have happened that I couldn't I couldn't even begin to imagine. Right. And, you know, to be an award-winning author, I'm an addict mm-hmm. and an award-winning author. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a crazy thing, but it's so worth it to do the work it takes to, you know, have a better life. You can, you can live your best life. That's a really wonderful statement because I think that sometimes, um, you know, folks get not just overwhelmed, as I mentioned earlier, but they're seeking, you know, easy places to get information because they're, they're curious, they're, they're, you know, confused. And so, you know, terrified. Yes, exactly. So, you know, you've got your book. So, you know, even as a family member, you know, seeing the struggles of someone who may be an, an addict, it gives them some of the tools and the confidence that, you know, there, there is hope. There's a way yeah. in which they can try to help their family member to navigate to a better life. Now, yeah. for, for those folks who may be, um, you know, in our viewing and listening audience who are watching us talk about some of these multiple channels that you've used, and you've mentioned that your career has so far spanned, you know, over 30 years. Yeah. How long did it take for you to start to connect the dots and expand the marketing or the education venues that you currently have in order to touch so many folks? Oh, that would be a hard question to answer. I think it really started once the book came out, and that's when I hired some assistants to help me. And some of them have been with me for 12 years. And, you know, 
I have I have an assistant who's wonderful in editing and writing and you know posting things for me. I have another one who's just a really badass um, uh, social media gal who just works for magic. Every time I I do, I do an interview like this, she posts it. She has blurbs for it's it's just amazing what what we can't do everything. I don't believe that we're supposed to be able to do everything. Right. I think if everybody could do everything, there wouldn't be any work for anyone. This is so true. That's so, so true. <laughs> so I'm not supposed to do everything. I'm not supposed to like doing everything. So there are people out there who love do, posting things on social media. That's not my forte. Right. So I've got this wonderful team of people now who help me with things. How long did it take? I think it probably took since around uh, 2007. Uh, how many years would that be? Math is not my forte. That's quite a few years, right? It yeah, doesn't happen yeah. overnight. I think that doesn't, the, right? No, it doesn't happen overnight. And you have to be willing to financially make an investment in your business. Right. That's so true. And if you don't, if you don't have money, find a way to get some right. so that you can, yeah, even if it's just a little bit every month. Right. Right. Well, you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. You know, right. you have to start to build. Not only do we we build marketing assets by participating in things such as that, you know, the guest blog and this podcast, but you need the people behind the scenes to your point that can help you sort of convey the message. Yes. And I love your just, reference that you can, you know, you're not supposed to do everything. Nope. I, you know, I'm good at doing this, so I can focus on doing this. I'm really good at with working with clients. I love working with the clients. So I do that. And other people do the other stuff that needs to get done. That's really a wonderful point, because I think sometimes um, for those folks who are solopreneurs, we tend to think that we do have to do everything ourselves, right? We have to have our finger yeah. in the pie to do everything. And I yeah. love your reference to, you know, invest in your own business, even if it's just a little bit to start. And then yep. as you're able to grow not only your network, but your experience and exposure, then you can start to add to that team of people that can help you be successful. That's right. That's exactly what happened. Now, in, your, in terms of your team, so tell us how important it is to you, because if you go to your website, you also list a, a number of folks that are helping you on your team. So when you were building or rebuilding your website and tying all of these assets into that social media platform that I kind of say is like your worldwide business card, um, yeah. what was the, the most important thing to you in that overall brand message that you were trying to convey? Because I know you have this wonderful logo. I love the butterfly. The butterfly. You can see the butterfly behind Exactly. Exactly. Cool like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the butterflies, everybody knows what to get me for gifts because I love butterflies and it's not just because they're beautiful, which they are, but it's because, can I, can I tell you quickly the butterfly Absolutely. story? So a butterfly starts out as a caterpillar and caterpillars don't receive much respect in this world. Little boys like to like to sh like to step on them and squish them and little girls like to oh, a, butter, a caterpillar oh my god and and biology teachers like to dissect them you know but a caterpillar has an instinct 
a caterpillar knows at a certain point that if it doesn't change, it's going to die. So it shimmies up a tree trunk and then it shimmies onto a limb and it, it makes a, a cocoon of what I like to call bug juice. And it just sits in the bug juice for as long as, it's, as it needs to in order to change almost entirely their DNA, almost entirely. And then when they're ready, they emerge into this amazing creature. And nobody says, ew, a butterfly. Everybody right. says, oh, wow, a butterfly. Yeah. And I am today a butterfly. Most days. I started off as a caterpillar. Did I ever? Well, you know, I, I think we all start off at, in cater, as caterpillars in some way, shape or form. And when we right. find our purpose and when we make the connections with folks like yourself, that I think that all helps us to yeah. add to that bug juice to become a wonderful butterfly, right? I think everybody has butterfly potential and we all need to get in touch with that and empower ourselves because, you know, life isn't easy, but it can be easier. Oh, I love that. That is, and you know, this is a wonderful segue into your words of advice that you provided on the website. And that yeah. is, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Right? If nothing changes, nothing changes. Everything okay. stays the same. Mm -hmm. So if you want your life to be different in any kind of way, you need to be willing to make some changes, to be looking at the changes that you want to make, figure out how you're going to do that, and start doing it. Otherwise, there's another saying that I love. When you're going through hell, keep going. Mm, so true. Keep going, because otherwise you get stuck in hell. Yes, exactly. nobody wants to be stuck there, for sure. So, That's such wonderful advice. Um, Candace, I really love the way that you're able to give people uh, some wonderful visual references that, you know, we all have potential, we all have opportunities, and we all have choices. And I yes. think for our viewing and listening audience, that's a really wonderful message to leave them with because we've all been facing challenges in the last few years, some more than others. And I really love the, the connection to yes. hope that you provide. Yes. Thank you. It's really been a pleasure having a, having a conversation with you. And who knows, um, in the future, maybe we can reconnect so that you can give us some updates on how things are moving along with the butterfly. That would be awesome. I'd love that. Thank you. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduced you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.